1: We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of the winning side with pastor jeremy Coburnett.
0: thank you for joining us today it is tuesday july 25th and i hope you're having a good day hope you're having a great week uh, we are glad to be with you on the radio 95.9 fm uh, thank you for joining us on the uh, radio app and the podcast today And thank you so much for tuning in on Facebook and YouTube. Thank you for taking time out of your schedule. I hope you're having a good day. I hope you're enjoying the weather. I think this is going to be the last uh, partial day of uh, 80s. I think it's going to be up in the 90s from here on out uh, for about a week. And I hope you're bracing yourself for the summer weather. And I thank the Lord for it. I can't believe July is almost over. I I cannot, I can't fathom the fact that um, Monday, I guess Monday, right, is August 1st or is it Tuesday? Tuesday is August 1st. So we are just uh, knocking on the door of August and I hope that you're uh, doing well. Hope you're rejoicing in the Lord. I am sorry I was not with you yesterday uh, here on the radio. Brother Nathan filled in and thank you brother Nathan for doing that. Um, I was not sick Uh, As a matter of fact, I I had a good day, had a busy day, but I uh, tried to make a beeline over to Raleigh to the hospital, and I just knew I wasn't going to get back here in time. And so I asked Brother Nathan if he'd fill in, and he did, and I thank the Lord for him. And uh, what a great day that we have now today that we could be together. I want to say a happy birthday today to Jay Lasseter, Alvin Newell, Cameron Riggin, and Nora Warren. I hope you have a wonderful day today. Happy birthday And then a happy anniversary to Andy and Tanya Cash. This is their 25th anniversary uh, today, and we are so happy for you. God bless you. Congratulations. Uh, We had a great day Sunday, and I don't know if Brother Nathan uh, mentioned this or not. I know he did all the birthdays from Sunday and and yesterday, but um, Sunday we had six folks that got baptized on Sunday and uh, what a wonderful day so many um, in the morning we had several of our uh, bus riders that have come they got saved and then they followed the Lord baptism and then uh, we had one of our men uh, Sunday night one of our adult men that followed the Lord baptism and Sunday was a great day I keep telling people if you missed the services you have to go back and watch and you especially you got to tune in Sunday morning brother Brown my father-in-law uh, he preached a message uh, that I had never heard preached before. As a matter of fact, I've read that uh, so many times. I've seen that so many times. I never saw the message. I never saw the truth that he brought out, but it was so powerful. It was a message entitled, The God of Jacob. And that was so interesting. I think he said it was 25 or 27 times in the Bible. You find it mentioned the God of Jacob. And uh, you say, what's so significant about that? Well, you need to listen to the message to find out, but it was so powerful Sunday morning uh, on the God of Jacob and uh, how God showed up in Jacob's life. And of course, Jacob, uh, Jacob would be one that we would not suspect uh, would be the one that God would refer to himself as the God of Jacob. But I'm glad that God is so good, even when we're not good and uh, God is so gracious and God is so Uh, worthy of our praise even when we are so unworthy and uh, I hope you go back and listen we had a good day Sunday and uh, I thank the Lord for that Uh, let's be in prayer today pray for our church we've got our service tomorrow night uh, with uh, Crown College we've got some special singers they'll be coming to sing we'll have a great service and then be in prayer for Sunday we have a special day Sunday of guest speaker and we're looking forward to that and hope you be in your place as we're nearing the end of summer uh, let's do our very best to be faithful to the house of God and faithful uh, to, to hear what God has for us and to be a blessing to somebody uh, in the services. Pray for our church. Pray for our school. Uh, let's pray for our missionaries. Uh, be in prayer for those folks that are uh, in uh, foreign lands, uh, the some here in the States and the others around the world as they preach the gospel. Pray for God to bless them and help them today. And then let's pray for our members, those in the hospital Uh, those recovering from surgeries, those getting ready for surgeries and tests and doctor's appointments. uh, Let's pray for one another today. We're going to go to a song. I love this song. Uh, It's one of my favorites, and I know I've got a lot of favorites, but uh, this song is uh, sung by a group of ladies that my wife and I traveled with years ago when we were at Golden State Baptist College. Uh, We traveled with these girls. They They were college girls at the time. They're all now grown and uh, have families of their own but they sing this song I love this song about the cross I hope you'll enjoy this song and after this we'll get into our Bible study today on the subject of prayer if I'
2: only Could sing about the-
0: Amen. I love that song. And uh, you know the cross is so, so significant. Uh, The Apostle Paul wrote in Galatians, he said, God forbid that I should glory. Uh, save in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ. And the cross is the only thing that we have really to glory in. And uh, you say, why would we glory in the cross? The cross was a place of suffering and shame. Uh, It's because of what took place on the cross. Jesus Christ, the Son of God, gave his life uh, so that you and I could have eternal life in heaven by believing in him and putting our faith and trust in him. And there is power in the cross. And I'm thankful for that great, great song. I love all the old hymns. Uh, The Old Rugged Cross and uh, Power in the Blood. and uh, I love love those songs. I hope you never lose sight of those songs and the truth uh, of those songs and the truth of the Word of God about the cross uh, that Jesus Christ came and uh, He faced the cross so that you and I uh, would not have to face the cross and not have to face uh, eternity in a place called hell. Psalm 5 in your Bibles, we are looking at the subject of prayer and we have seen praise waiting confession scripture praying watching intercession petition thanksgiving and singing uh, that would be eight so now we're on uh, number nine and that is meditation this would be the ninth aspect of prayer and we're talking about meditation now Meditation is a part of prayer. Meditation is not prayer. Just because you are thinking about stuff doesn't mean you're praying. Uh, uh, To meditate, it means to ponder or it means to muse. So how does meditation, uh, how does that go along with prayer? How does that affect prayer? Well, let's look at what the Bible says. Psalm five, verse one, the psalmist writes and he says, give ear to my words, O Lord, consider my meditation." He said, Lord, I want you to hear my words, but I want you to consider my thoughts. Well, why would he say that? Because God knows what we're thinking. God, God knows the thoughts of our heart, and our thoughts are going to affect our prayers. What you think about is going to be evident in how you pray. Now, that's a very powerful statement. Not original with me. But what you think about is going to be evident in how you pray. The Bible says, for as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. If you never think about lost people that need to be saved, you're probably not gonna pray for them. If you never think about the need that our nation has for revival, you're probably not gonna pray for revival. If you never think about a family member that has a need, or if you never think about a neighbor or a coworker that has a need, You're probably not going to pray for him if you don't first think about him. To meditate, it means to ponder, to muse, uh, to weigh in the mind, to consider and compare the circumstances or consequences of an event. Something happens and you think through it. You think, wow, how is that going to affect something else? And uh, uh, why did that happen? And what are the uh, consequences of that particular thing? uh, The word meditate, it means to view with deliberation to examine. Meditation is more than just thinking about something. It is considering how we can apply the truths or the principles upon which we are thinking. Jesus said, consider the lilies. Now, does that mean that you're supposed to just only think about the lily? Oh, there's the lily and oh, isn't that beautiful? And all that. No, no, no. You're supposed to consider the lily. And then Jesus said, consider the fact that although they do not toil or spin, yet God clothes them. The lilies are not sewing their clothing, right? But God takes care of the lilies. Uh, Consider the ravens, Jesus says. Well, are you supposed to just watch the ravens and think about ravens? No, you're supposed to think about how that affects you or how you or I could learn from those examples in creation. We're not talking about meditating on self. We're talking about meditating on God and his word. One writer said this, The difference between the saints of old and ourselves is not one of inherent nature. It is simply that they took time to ponder God, to gaze upon him in act of supreme attention in which intelligent will and desire concurred in perfect harmony, while we are too greatly overrun with small activities and occupations to find leisure for such pondering. Now think about that. What's the difference between the saints of old, maybe your grandparents, your great-grandparents, people that knew God and walked with God and prayed and had a a closeness with God? What's the difference between that generation or those generations and our generation? Uh, We're too busy. Uh, We're we're too preoccupied with technology. We're too preoccupied with, with stuff and things that really don't matter. When in reality, what really does matter is the things of God. And how we need to take time to meditate and to ponder and to think upon God and His goodness and how wonderful and how marvelous He is. In our society today, we are in a battle for the mind. That's why advertisements are everywhere. That's why you see billboards and that's why you see commercials and that's why uh, there's there's news uh, advertisements and and, and sponsors and all this different stuff because we're in a battle for the mind. We are commanded, the Bible says in Ephesians 6, to put on the helmet of salvation. Well, what's a helmet going to do? It's going to protect your head. And we need the helmet of salvation to protect our mind from the attacks of the devil. There are so many distractions that we face every day. What we see affects our mind. That's why David said in Psalm 101, uh, verse number three, I will set no wicked thing before mine eyes. How come? Because what you see is going to affect your mind. What we read affects our mind. What we hear affects our mind. Who we spend time with affects our mind. Where we go and where we don't go, it affects our mind. We're in a battle for the mind. I'll close with this. Second Corinthians chapter 10 and verses 3 through 5, the Bible talks about how as Christians we are to cast down imaginations and every high thing that exalteth itself against the knowledge of God, and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. I want to challenge you today as we're talking about prayer and the aspect of meditation. I want to talk to you about guarding your thoughts. And be careful because what you put in is going to come out. You've heard the expression, garbage in, garbage out. Well, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Let's think about God. Let's think about His Word. Let's think about His goodness. Let's think about what He wants for us. Let's think about the needs of others. Let's think about what we can do for eternity. And as we meditate, and as we think, and as we ponder, it's going to affect our prayer life. And may God help us to cast down the wicked imaginations. And may God help us to bring into every captivity, uh, into, into captivity, every thought to the obedience Of Christ, I hope you have a good day. I hope this helps you as we started on this subject. God bless you. We'll see you tomorrow. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Thank
1: you for joining us today on the Winning Side podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend?